the reason you have lead intake is actually this one. It's converting your marketing money into revenue for your company. This is the place where your investment is bearing fruit. Welcome to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of wholesaling and house flipping businesses. The systems and automation that we discuss will help you build a real business instead of another job for yourself. From beginners to those doing hundreds of thousands a year, we go deep into the details and strategies that are working today. And now your host, Bill Allen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. And before I get started with the podcast today, I wanted to read a couple of the ratings and reviews that we got recently from you guys. Um, you probably heard me on the last couple podcasts. I was saying, if you really like this, share it with somebody. If you're getting some value here, uh, leave us a rating review. And I, we got a couple. We got about seven ratings and reviews since the last podcast. And I just wanted to read a couple to you. So uh, Steve said, uh, life-changing, literally, after flipping for five years with no mentorship, my partner and I stumbled onto this podcast. We joined the education company about six months later, became friends with Bill, who runs the podcast and his board of directors. This group helped us scale from 16 deals a year and $240,000 to $1 million over the next 12 months. We doubled revenues again year over year. This group changed the trajectory of my life. We bought $70 million in commercial assets this year and continue to have success flipping and wholesaling. Choose mentors wisely. This group is a wise choice in the information this podcast will no doubt help you grow. Uh, so that's Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, man, I really have loved working with you guys and it's been an honor to be involved in some of those commercial deals that you guys are doing. And I know that you're changing um, lives for even other people's families and, and their financial future and myself's included. So uh, it's been a great working with you guys. Uh, one more here from Joe. Does great content from Bill Allen. Very solid podcast with solid advice from Bill Allen and his team. This guy's the real deal. You could build a great business flipping houses or wholesaling just from the free content provided here. Highly recommended. So thank you for that review, Joe. I really appreciate it. And it was great seeing you at Flip Hacking Live. And you said solid advice from Bill and his team. So it just kind of leads me into today's podcast. Today's podcast is another one of my team members. If you listen to the one we put out previously, it was with Chad King. And you've heard these team members on the podcast before leading up to Flip Hacking Live. I had Chad, I had Nate, my COO, I had Chad, my sales manager, I had Val, the lead intake manager, I had Ashley, our operations manager, and Heather, our marketing manager, all on the podcast in the past. So if you want to go back, you can go back and listen to my team. They're absolutely fantastic, just true rock stars in the real estate world. I'm so thankful to have them on the staff. And today... I've got the, one of the Flip Hacking Live presentations from one of my team members. So Val, my, our lead manager, uh, was, she really wanted to present at Flip Hacking Live and she just did an awesome job. She knocked it out of the park. She's so sweet. She's so, she's so smart. She's an incredible lady. And I think you guys are going to get a ton out of listening to her today. She talks about the, the kind of the theme of this was this opportunity. Val has an incredible story and I'm not going to steal the thunder. We we created a video about Val to introduce her on stage and I wanted to include it in the podcast. I would highly recommend that you guys watch this podcast on video, either on our YouTube channel or our seven figure flipping YouTube channel or on our website, houseflippinghq.com. And then you go to the podcast link and you can find it there. And I would highly recommend you guys watch this one. The video that was created by, um, this is actually created by Val's husband, Andre, is the videographer in the company. He does a fantastic job. And he created an unbelievable 
video about Val and their family. And there's some really cool pictures in there. There's, it's, a, it's an incredible story of, of opportunity and, and determination. So I'd highly recommend you guys watch the video. Um, if you're listening to the podcast in the car, go back and, and watch it. This is, a, this is a great one to watch. So the theme of this is really determination and opportunity in my mind. Val talks about she talks about lead management and lead intake and some of the things that she's doing. And what I want to do is I want to play this for you guys and then I'll come back and wrap it up in kind of the application to, to your company and where you are. Um, we talked a lot about how important it is to build a team and grow a company. When you're just getting started, it might just be you and that's okay. So take some of the strategies and techniques here. She talks about lead management. She talks about managing a team, hiring people, doing those kind of things. But what I want you to do is I want you to think about if you're at a, at a point where you're running a company and you have a lot of staff, that's great. Then this is really going to help you. If you're at a point where it's just you and you're answering the phones, what techniques and skills and tips can you take from that to make yourself better when you're talking on the phone or your first hire? What are you looking for? What kind of person should that be? And what I really love is that Val is the one who's hiring her team and she talks about that in this presentation. So without further ado, I'm going to bring to you guys the number one lead manager out there in the world, period, hands down. I'm not biased at all. I can't wait to bring her on this uh, podcast again and bring her on again and again because she's fantastic. So ladies and gentlemen, Val Brega. I grew up in a big family that struggled financially. And it wasn't just us. Back then in my country, that was a huge economic crisis. And I have seen so many people, my parents included, who worked tirelessly and worked hard just to be able to provide food for their families. And I knew I wanted a better life for myself. My first opportunity came when I heard about the program called Future Leaders Exchange that would allow me to go to the United States and spend one academic year as an exchange student and live with an American family. I wanted this badly and so I applied and I wasn't selected. The following year I worked more and I applied again and I wasn't selected again. So I worked even harder and I applied again the third year which was my last chance and I was so surprised when I got that phone call and I was informed that a family in North Carolina wants to host me. So here I was, 16 years old. I knew nothing outside of my country. I have never traveled anywhere and I was about to go to the other side of the globe and live with a family that I knew nothing about. Well, I had a wonderful host family and a great experience and little did I know how many doors this opportunity would open for me in the future, including coming back to the United States for college a year later. But even before coming to the university, I applied to a program called Diversity Visa, which is a green card lottery available to almost all the countries in the world, and it's financed by the US Department of State. So you can imagine the competition is tough. And of course I wasn't selected for the lottery. But every year I applied and applied and applied. So when I was in college, I applied. And even after colleges, I applied as well. After my studies, I went back home and I saw a lot of opportunities that can be done in Moldova. And so I opened up my business and a nonprofit organization. And my husband and I traveled to over 20 countries all over the world. 
And while still, we were continuing to apply for the diversity visa. When I got pregnant with my daughter, we wanted a better life for her and we wanted her to live and grow in a country with better opportunities. And so we moved to Sweden and we loved our life in Sweden. It was very comfortable. And in 2017, in February, I had my daughter. And then in May of the same year, we found out that we were selected for the green card lottery. Finally, after all this time, more than 10 years of tireless applications, we have been selected. We were very happy and we decided to take this chance and leave all our comfort behind and embark on a new opportunity. We came to the United States with only two suitcases. We didn't have a place to live, no car, no jobs, no insurance, no guarantee that we will make it. And we had a one-year-old toddler in our arms. So my husband and I looked at each other and we said, we left so much behind, we can't give up now. We have to make it work and we have to make it big. And then about a month later, I got the opportunity to work for Blackjack Real Estate and of course I had to take it. I love being with the company and I like how many doors this opportunity is opening for me. Like, who would have thought that in about a year I would be speaking at Flip Hacking Life in front of so many people and I would share my experience and my story. Looking back now, I realize that opportunity is subtle. It's silent. It doesn't scream in your face, here I am, I'm gonna change your life forever. It's, um, it's courage and it's hard work and it's a risk. Opportunity is a staircase that can lead you where you want to be, but you have to do the work. You have to climb it. And the best thing about it is the more opportunities you take, the more open up for you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh, this is incredible. Thank you so much. Um, you know, when I told Bill that I wanted to present on, on stage, he said, do you think people will understand your English? Yes. <laughs> Can you raise your hand if you understand me? <laughs> Good. Did you cry? I was kidding. <laughs> okay, the funny thing is that not everybody raised their hands. So, um, okay. All right, so I want to talk to you today about um, taking your lead intake team to the next level, and I love talking about lead intake, so. Let's go. All right. Now, my goal for today is to share a couple of practices that we do at Blackjack Real Estate so that you are inspired and hopefully you can take some of these practices back home and implement in your business. So what we're going to cover today is ownership of hiring process, departmental and team member KPIs, cross-departmental collaboration, streamlined data collection process, and how we work on the department and not in the department. But before we do that, I want to ask you, what is lead intake? And if you say it's just answering the phones and setting appointments, then you're only partly right. I mean, yes, that's what we do. That's why we are. But I want to look at lead intake from a deeper perspective. Why is it that we are needed? as a department? How does it impact your business? And the reason you have lead intake is actually this one. 
There you go. <laughs> it's converting your marketing money into revenue for your company, right? This is the place where your investment is bearing fruit. So we all know advertising isn't cheap, and you know marketing isn't cheap, and your phones will ring the same regardless of who's in lead intake. But the business potential and the number of appointments can vary greatly if you have a good lead intake person. So let me say that again. Same phone calls, same amount of phone calls, different results because of lead intake. And that's why it's such an important and, and crucial department in, in the company. So the more trained and better skilled your lead intake team is, the higher the conversion rate from your marketing efforts. So make sure you have a good team. Uh, Nate and Bill talked a bit about hiring and how to attract the right people. Make sure you train them. And if you can't train them, find someone who can. That is really important for, uh, for the business. All right, let's talk about ownership of the hiring process. Again, Bill and Nate talked about what we look for when we hire in our company. What they didn't tell you is that we do the hiring at departmental level as well, which means that I, as a lead intake manager, I am the one responsible for hiring people in my department, right? So why is this important and what does it mean? Well, for me personally, that is a huge responsibility. And that shows me that Bill, Nate, everyone in the company trusts me to make decisions at such a high level. I mean, think about it, it's their money. I could hire the wrong person and, and at lead intake, we could not have appointments, we can have bad appointments, you name it, right? But they trust me. And what it does to me is it increases my loyalty to the company. I want to work with these guys. They're giving me so many opportunities to grow, to develop, to be better to help the company grow. And you saw in the video, I had a company as well, so I know what it's like. The fear of hiring people, the, the, what they're going through, the uncertainty, is that gonna work or is that not gonna work? You know, so I took this as a challenge. I love that they trust me, and that's what it does to me. But also, when I, I recently hired someone about three months ago, and I put so much effort, so much soul, so much heart into hiring her and into training her. And when you give ownership to your managers, that's what you're going to get. She is my pick. She is my hire. Of course I want her to succeed. Of course I want the best for her. Of course I'm going to spend an extra hour training her. It's my reputation on the line as well. I can't just blame it on her if something doesn't work out. Right? So who's responsible for hiring people in my department? I am. Who's responsible for the success of my people? I am. And who's responsible if something goes down? You guessed it, moi. So I can't have another choice. And that's, that's what I really like about being given this ownership of hiring. All right. And when you have the right person, when you have the right people, it's easy for me as a manager to focus on management and not so much working in the business and answering the calls. All right, let's see what's next. Okay, now, earlier today we talked about KPIs and how to track the data for your uh, company, and I'm sure you all do, or 
most of you do. But again, what wasn't talked about was tracking the KPIs at every department level and even at the level of each team member. And that's what we do here that I want to show you. That is what our reporting system looks like. When I stepped in as lead intake manager, I saw the opportunity of um, changing our reporting system. Nothing was wrong with the old one. It's just as we grow, as, uh, the way we grow as an organization, we need to have more data and we need to keep track of more information. So I saw that opportunity of how to streamline this process and make it easier for me and for the company and for the people who work with me. So that's what it looks like. This is Kaylin's um, report. Kaylin is the person that I, tr I uh, hired. And uh, what you can see here, right here, right? So what she's tracking is the number of calls answered, how many calls or opt-outs, number of in-person appointments, and how they are divided by each market, number of phone appointments, and how they are divided by each market. How many calls is she making per day? And out of those calls that she's making per day, how many did she actually contact the sellers? Okay. Uh, did we have any follow-up appointments? Again, so we're track tracking all this information. You will see right here, 32%. Everyone in our organization has a number. Everyone. So 32% is the target that Kaylin has to have each day for answering the calls. So of all the calls that we get per day, she's responsible for 32% of them. There are three of us answering the calls, so that is uh, the way we divide it. And as a manager, when someone is not hitting the target, you can see the orange. Um, it's highlighted in orange. And it, it happens. That's OK. We usually have our meetings on Friday. So that's, um, she might have missed a couple of calls. But overall, she's doing a fantastic job. I'm so happy we hired her. She's answering the phones. She's doing follow-ups. She's hardworking. She's a great culture fit. right? So it's, it's amazing. All right, let me see. OK, so this info is manually added at the end of each day. And everyone is responsible for that. And then all this mass information is rolled into my report as a manager. OK, that's what it looks like. You can't read it because it's so small, but I want you to see what it, uh, the big uh, report, what it looks like. So it's the same information. And I, it, it all rolls here. I can see it on a daily basis. I can see it on a weekly basis, monthly basis, and even on a yearly basis. And you can see here a little bit of a chart. I can also see the performance of each team member in lead intake. So as a manager, I can keep a pulse on what's happening in my department at any given time. Right? So what used to take me three hours to complete the report before that, it's now instantly. I can just take a quick look, and I know where we are. I can see historical data. And also, all of this helps me make predictions about the future, see a couple of, uh, of trends, patterns. right? Um, if a team member is not performing, I can see why, maybe make a couple of suggestions. So it's great information. And you would be surprised just how much information we found out because of the report. For instance, we noticed that Mondays, we get a lot of the phone calls, but most of them are opt-outs. We noticed that on Wednesday and Thursday, we're setting the most appointments. 
we noticed that on Thursday is actually the best day for us to do follow-up calls because that's when we reach the most people on the phone. Usually it's about 50%. If we call 10 people, then we would probably have four or five people pick up the phone, and that's on Thursday. Yeah, so on Thursdays, it's usually four, five, six. So it's a lot of information that we found, and we use that to our advantage. So what we do in lead intake um, in, in my department is we block time on our calendar just for follow-ups, right? My personal time is every day from 11 to 1 p.m. I don't take the calls. All I do is follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Because I know the other two girls, they will be the ones responsible for the phone calls. Then I know Dawn's follow-up time is from one to three, right? So again, we cover each other, we work as a team, and it's, and it's fantastic. It's, uh, I'm having a great uh, time working with, uh, with my team. So let me see. Okay, what, el what else I wanted to say here? Um, I can also feed this information to marketing and sales. So for example, the number of phone calls are down. I get in touch with Heather from marketing, and we, and we try to understand why this is happening. If we are setting good appointments, but the number of contracts are low, Chad and I are having a conversation. Chad is from sales. Why is this happening, and what can we do about this? So it's very important not just to have good communication within your department. It's also super important to have great communication among departments, right? So cross-departmental. And that's what it's like for us in our company. We have Heather in marketing, we have Chad in sales, and I am the link in between. The three of us, we work great together, and the conversations we have very often spark ideas and, and um, you know, some, something, something else that we need to be tracking. Like, why are we not tracking that? I think that would be useful, you know, just because the three of us have such a great connection and we work great together. Okay, so I want to talk now about how we keep track of data and what it is we're looking for. Now, you all use some form of CRM system, right? Right, okay, I see people nodding, okay. We use Podio, and I guarantee you that there is gold in your CRM that you're not tracking, that maybe you should. And I say that because that's something we went through, right? So that's what it looked like, I mean it still does, but. This is the notes section in our Podio, in our CRM system. You can't read it, it's too small, but it, it's all the information the acquisition needs to know. Um, I can see the properties free and clear. I can see the reason this person called, what is the motivation, right? Um, so the acquisition can take a quick look and they are prepared for the, uh, for the sales. Now that's wonderful, but at the end of the year, if I want to have some statistics, I would literally have to go through every single note to find how many properties are free and clear, why are people calling us. We had no idea who our avatar is, who our perfect seller is and what they look like. So what they did, what we did, is we made buttons. In addition to the notes section, that didn't change. That's still as detailed as it could be. We also have buttons. We have seller's attributes. Uh, you can't see it here, but we have seller situation. Why are they calling us? And it's um, 
relocation, financial issues, personal issues, right? All the situations what you think why people are calling you. We have property attributes. What does the house look like? It's free and clear. There's mortgage. It's an inheritance. There's a legal issue. It's going in probate, right? We also have here uh, how fast they want to sell. And so what this does is at the end of the year, I can see who called us and why. I can see how many people called us because they're relocating. How many people called us because they were in foreclosure? How many people have houses that are free and clear that we didn't make an offer? And why didn't we make an offer on that? You know, so it helps me and the marketing and the sales understand who our seller is. Where do we direct our marketing efforts and our marketing focus, right? What's producing for us? So let me see. Okay, and when you have all of this working flawlessly, you can work on the department, not in the department. I can now step up and take a look at what the department needs. And I feel comfortable doing that because I have a team that I can rely on. You know, we have great communication between the departments. I know what's happening in my department. I can see the report. I can get statistics anytime I want. So now I'm focusing on, okay, what's next? Where do we go from here? Is it perfect? No, we're not complacent. You know, we would never be satisfied. There's something better and more. So it gives me the liberty to focus on the bigger picture. And when you do, when you do focus on the bigger picture, everyone is happy. You have happy employees, a great company, and great sellers. And when you have a happy seller, this is the kind of review that you would get from them. Okay, and I want to read it out loud. It says, I spoke with the most charming lady today when I called you folks. What a delight she was. Very professional, with such fun humor. I could have spoken with her all day. She certainly gave me a boost of love, happiness, humor, much encouragement. I would like for you to give her some kudos in my behalf. What a lovely, remarkable lady. That was for Dawn, the, the other lead intake um, specialist who, uh, who works with us. And she's, a she's doing a fantastic job. I think she likes it here, you can tell it. And I'm really happy to be working with such a team. I hope you got something out of that. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Was that incredible or what? I know each and every one of you are listening to this podcast going, how do I find a Val or how can I steal Val from Bill and uh, Nate and Blackjack? Uh, you can't. I'm sorry. She is uh, on board, but you can find a Val. It's, you know, it's interesting because I love the fact it, like she exudes our core values. She absolutely takes ownership of everything. You could hear it in that in that presentation, right? She takes ownership of her people. She's dedicated. She's, she's driven. She has all of the core values of ours. So that extreme ownership, that stewardship, hardworking, integrity, and personal professional development. I mean, when we interviewed Val, if you listen to the previous podcast, when Nate interviewed her, he said, what book are you reading? And she said, traction is just like, like she was reading our blog, reading my blog, trying to figure out, she just was reading books to better herself. She's an amazing person. And just th th these, 
they're out there. These people are out there. They're in your market. They're, they're looking for positions. They're looking to be led. They're looking to, to cast, see somebody else's vision, take hold of it and just drive forward with it and be part of your company. And if you let them in, if you show them the vision, if you give them the tools and prepare them for what they need, they will continue to do an incredible job with you. And bring them in as part of the team. It's out there. It's possible. So if you're sitting here saying, oh, that guy's lucky. He's just, he lucked into somebody who's fantastic. Uh, and some of you are saying, why would she, why would she work for this guy? Why wouldn't she go do her own thing? Well, she has, she's her own, her own company. She loves being a part of this company. And I mean, I'll, I'll let, I'll let her tell you on a, on a future podcast, but some of the things that I took from this, um, I was taking notes I, and I said it on the previous podcast when we, when we brought in the speakers and I've, I've played some of the flip hacking live presentations is number one, this is what you guys are missing. If you didn't come to flip hacking live, it's presentations like Chad's it's presentations like Val's. These are the kind of things that in person is just so much more powerful. So I highly encourage you guys to think about attending next year's event. We do this every year in October. So what I, what I love about, about my job and what I get to do now is I get to listen to this over and over again, and I get to watch the presentations. I'm a little bit busy in the back during the events and things like that, but I'm sitting and watching the majority of these, and being able to sit down in my office here and take notes and really pull some things from here that we're going to work on and we're going to do inside the company, it's just, it's great. I absolutely love it. So, I'm hope, I hopefully each and every one of you guys are getting something from this and these presentations from Flip Hacking Live that we're sharing. I'm absolutely not going to share them all, um, but I do want to share some of them because I want you guys, I want all of you, if you can't, I understand you can't make it. You've got something going on. Some people, I, I talked to a couple of people, they had a wedding going on. They had, uh, they were getting married. They couldn't come. So um, I get it. So hopefully you guys are taking these and doing something with these presentations. So like Val's story is just incredible. Her, that, that early video, that four and a half minute video, I remember the first time that I saw it when Andre made it, I, I, teared up because I know her very well. I know that that's a story of, of determination that and I could see it in her voice and just knowing her for about a year and a half now, just hearing her tell her story of way before I met her, I understood that she came here on the, after winning the green card lottery, but I didn't realize that she was submitting that over and over and over again and working hard on that application and, and, and the determination that was needed, that tirelessly doing what needed to be done to get here to the U.S. is just absolutely amazing. And that's what it was. It was that, that really strong why, right? We, I talked about it at Flip Hacking Live is my why is so strong. I want my three boys to look in the mirror and see me. I want them to see that they be proud of their dad. Like, that's what I want. I want them to tell stories about me. I want to be the guiding light and the influence in their lives. And that keeps me going when I'm down. And I'm sure that there was this drive and vow to, to find something better for her and her family. And finally, it's just that was driving her down the road to take that next step and the next step over and over and over again. So, you know, she said something in her video of how many doors this opportunity is opening for me. So when you take that opportunity, it's right in front of you, right? You grab it, you take that opportunity and it will open more doors, but you've got to take the first opportunity. You've got to make that commitment, that, that determination. You've got to keep going and that opportunity will open itself up and then more opportunities will come with it. I love the fact that every time I reach kind of the next pinnacle, the next peak, whatever I've been doing, it's just more doors and more opportunities will open up for me. If I turned around and quit when things got hard, then 
the opportunities wouldn't be there to present present themselves to me. So my question for you guys is, what are you doing? Like, there's opportunity everywhere. It's right in front of you. It's right in front of your face, and it. it you're probably in the real estate business if you're listening to this podcast, wholesalers or house flippers, but opportunity is everywhere, just like Val said. And it might not look like it's a huge opportunity. It's just a small step that you take. And so my question for you guys is, what are you doing with it? If you got that opportunity and it's out there, are you taking it or are you saying, uh, I'm going to wait. I'll wait another six months. I'll wait till next year. I'll... Uh, if things just aren't perfect right now. I have too much going on. I've got all of these limitations. Um, I have a full-time job. I don't have a job. I don't have any time. I have too much time. I don't have any money. I, you know, it's all of these things. They're subtle. She said, opportunity is subtle. And the quote that I absolutely love is, it's a staircase that will lead you where you want to be, but you have to climb it. You have to do the work. And that's it. It's opportunities out there. Go ahead and take it. The more opportunities that that you take, the more that will open up for you. I absolutely love that stuff. So Val, you're an inspiration to, to many, me included. I absolutely love hearing your story and the picture of your, your daughter in the cart at the airport was just precious. It was awesome. So if you guys haven't, didn't watch the video, make sure that you guys go to, go to our YouTube channel at seven figure flipping on YouTube or uh, go to houselivinghq.com and click on podcast and you can watch the podcast. Or if you're on our email list, you can, you probably got an email, watch it in the video. It's, it's really great. So then in the presentation, Val talked about data and tracking, tracking. She talked about calls, like the number of calls that we got, the number of opt-outs, the number of leads, the number of appointments that were set, all that stuff for each rep in each market. So data, obviously I'm an engineer. Most of you guys know that I'm a data nerd, but data is so important in this business to understand your KPIs, your numbers, tracking everything. She said, everyone has a number. That is like a pure EOS quote, right? Everyone has a number. Everyone knows what they're doing. Everyone knows what their job role is. So she showed a bunch of spreadsheets that we use inside the business. She showed um, the the daily, the weekly, the monthly, and the annual spreadsheets that she uses to track. She even mentioned that it used to take her three hours to do her weekly report, and now it's just input right in there. So um, we talked about some of our mastermind groups and the seven-figure runway and seven-figure altitude group with the seven-figure runway closing um, here in a few days. And one cool thing about uh, you heard that Steven's um, review in the beginning of this podcast was pick your mentors wisely, like figure out. And then Joe talking about working with Bill and his team. So one thing that we're doing inside of the seven figure runway is you get to work with these, these team members. So Chad, who was doing the sales presentation on the previous podcast and Val with this lead intake is they're going to be doing a, each of them are doing a monthly call. So there's a call every week with this group with part of my team. And my, my idea was these are the people that are doing it right now. These are people that are doing this business. You heard Val, she's inputting this information. She's creating these spreadsheets. She's doing all this documentation. She's tracking the numbers. She's tracking the data. She is looking at trends. She's seeing what's working, what's not working. She talked about working with the rest of the team. So she's working with Chad and she's working with Heather. And they're working together to figure out what's working and what's not working. So they know what needs to happen going forward. And so I said, what better, like, why, why am I on these calls still? Like why for the people who are going into the house and selling, you know, negotiating with sellers, the people who are answering the calls, I absolutely hate talking on the phone. I haven't talked on the phone in years. I haven't gone into a house in years and negotiated I want you guys to work with the people who are doing this right now, day in and day out every day. They're, they're, they're doing, they're on the phone, they're in the houses, they're negotiating contracts. I mean, Chad was in front of over a thousand sellers 
you know, had done hundreds of transactions in the last 18 months, $2.1 million. Val is talking to 32% of our sellers. So are the other girls. Val's also managing them. She's hiring them. She's looking at resumes. She's figuring out, you know, who, who we need to bring in and leading them. So why not get on a call with them? So that's why in the seven figure runway and seven figure altitude groups, what I've done is I'm bringing in my staff to get on calls with people. Uh, so every week we'll have a different call. So you guys heard Heather, our marketing manager on a podcast in the past. You heard Ashley, our operations manager. So the four of them, they're going to be the ones who are getting on the weekly calls with you guys in that, those mastermind groups. So the other thing is those spreadsheets that Val created, I know that stuff takes forever and we've already got all of those things. So the valuable side of, you know, being part of a mastermind group or being part of a group like this in the seven figure runway program and working one, working directly with those people on those weekly calls is we're going to, we took that stuff and we should just give it to our members. So why reinvent the wheel? Why try to do things over and over and over again and just why not shortcut the learning curve? So what I realized four years ago when I joined the seven figure flipping group was I was getting all, all this stuff so fast. If I needed something, it's there. If I asked for it, I got it. And everybody's very open to share. And that's what it is. So um, she also mentioned uh, gold inside the CRM. So what data, it just goes back to the data. Like what are you tracking and what aren't you tracking? So what we did, and she mentioned it on her presentation is we started tracking things like uh, demographics and, and information that is sortable inside of our CRM. So if it was, let's use an example of it's a cold lead, warm lead, hot lead. We can see that. That's pretty typical from what people are doing. But what about what about when we follow up with these people or like what kind of uh, campaign they came in on or um, what was the date that they called in and what was the date that they called back or what was some, uh, what was the, the demographics? So what was their age? What was some of those things that where we can actually sort that and track it inside of the database to say, okay, these demographics or this information, there's a trend here. It's, we're seeing it take about three months or four months for somebody to, we have to follow up with them for about that long before we buy their house. If it's a direct mail piece, if it's a pay-per-click lead, maybe it's really very fast. The sales cycle is really short. So this is the kind of stuff that Val's talking about when she's, she's creating buttons inside of our Podio system and automating it so that she can pull reports and she can see trends and data and information and analytics that she can then turn over to the marketing department or the sales department to work together like she's talking about. So that's really working on the business instead of in the business, right? And really figuring out some of the high level stuff. So when she pulls herself off the phone and starts getting into more of a management role, she can do a lot more of that. And we, what we're seeing is we're seeing the costs start coming down because we can start targeting people a little bit closer on the marketing side to just those demographics or just some of those things. And we can cut out some different zip codes or cut out some different people or cut out this list that we were sending mail to right now where our returns, we're still seeing about the same, maybe it's a 95% solution. Maybe we lose one contract throughout the year by cutting it down, but we save 20 or 30% on the marketing side. So that's something that can dive into a lot more, but I love the fact that Val is looking at this stuff. She's watching it. She's running numbers. She's creating these analytics and data inside of the CRM that she can then feed to the marketing department so they can work together to make sure that we're, the company is, is as profitable as possible. So 
if that's something that you guys want to do, like working with Val and Chad and, that you've heard on the podcast, working with Heather, working with Ashley, um, this seven figure runway group is absolutely for you. So this group is for people who are making under $200,000 per year in profit in their company, under 10 deals per year, and they're not having consistent deal flow. So anywhere from brand new all the way up to 200,000 per year, those are the people that are going to be in this group. I've, t- I've said it on the podcast in the past, we're closing the doors. I'm not the kind of guy who says, I'm going to close the doors and then I'm going to open it up a week later. Or if you get in you know, 12 hours, 24 hours later, I'm going to take you. We are officially closing the doors on Thursday of this week, October 24th. And you've got to get in if, if you're ready to do it. Like this is the opportunity that's right in front of you. So you either just, you can wait a year and jump in next year and that's fine. It's perfectly fine. We're going to continue to put out podcasts. We're going to continue to put out free content. I'm committed to do two or three of these a week. I love doing this. I'm really enjoying it. The interviews that I'm doing, I'm meeting some great people and I absolutely love it. But we are going to be a group that goes along this journey together. So one year together, we're going to close the doors. We're not going to let anybody in, anybody else in. And we're going to work and focus on those people that have taken this opportunity and committed to it. Because what I really think as a newer investor, you've got to have a continuous support over that year. It's got to build off of like what we do after three months, the next three months has got to build off the first three months. It can't just be a revolving door where you put people in and out. And I think that's where, um, I think that's where we've had some issues in the past with people coming in at all different levels. I really want some, I really want to take this journey together over one year. And each of our events are going to build on each other. Each of our calls are going to build on the one before that. Um, we've built out a video series that is basically a franchise of my company, but it's not a franchise. We're just giving it to you inside the group and the mastermind group, just showing you exactly what we're doing, all of our documents and everything. So if you guys are interested in this, I would love to have you jump on board this. We only have a couple more days. And uh, so you can go to sevenfigurerunway.com. So it's the number seven figurerunway.com. You can sign up right there. You can see what it is. You can watch a video on it. You can see what we're doing and you can just sign up uh, on there is also a phone number where you can call in and talk to Dave. Dave is one of uh, uh, my onboarding reps and he is fantastic. He will talk you through it. It's not, there's no pressure, anything like that. If it's something that's for you, great. We are trying to attract people that are attracted to our core values and what we do. It, this is not, we're, we're, I'm not trying to create a company here that's just selling people and selling people. It's not a numbers game for me. It's a value and client-based business for me. I really want to make sure that people are successful. I'm closing the doors for one year for the Seven Figure Runway Group. And next year at Flip Hacking Live, you're going to see people who took this opportunity, committed to it, are doing the work, are climbing the staircase. The opportunity is subtle. It's right there. They're going to take it and they're going to run with it and they're going to do the work. So if that's you, great. Go to sevenfigurerunway.com and sign up with us. We've got a couple more days, probably two more days after you hear this uh, to make that decision. And if not, then that's okay too. Well, listen to the podcast, join us. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to have you on the podcast. We'll continue to put out kind of uh, more content and things like that as they come up. And so hopefully see you at Flip Hacking Live next year in 2020. And maybe that, maybe you're ready then. So you just keep in mind, this is not for someone who is taking all the money that they have and putting it towards coaching. Uh, the mastermind group is not going to change. You're going to have to do work past that. This is not a guarantee. Like we're not going to you're not going to join the group and do a deal and just do deals. You're going to have to commit. You're going to have to do some marketing. You're going to have to go in and negotiate contracts. You're going to have to find, you know, uh, work with wholesalers and buy houses and, uh, you know, 
it's, you're going to have to flip houses. You're going to have to do the work. This is not a get rich quick scheme. Like a lot of people might say on podcasts or videos or on the commercials that you hear on the radio. This is just, it's not that this is hard work. This is people who are dedicated. This is people who see the opportunity are ready to take it and ready to run with it. And there are some phenomenal people in this group. The peer to peer network is insane. It's the people that I met at flip hacking live that joined the seven figure runway program are incredible people with great culture, great core values. I am so excited to work with each and every one of them. And so if I'm talking to you right now, if you're like, maybe I should do this, go to the website, check it out, give Dave a call, see if it's for you. If it's not, that's okay. If it is, we want to work with you. You got a couple more days to hop in there. And I'm so excited to take this journey for 12 months with uh, everybody that's in the group. So go to sevenfigurerunway.com, uh, check us out. And, um, and if not, that we'll see you on the podcast. We'll see you uh, next year at Flip Packing Live and maybe that'll be the right time for you. So um, again, with the podcast, I would absolutely love it, love it, love it. If you guys would leave us a rating and review on iTunes or on Stitcher. Uh, we had one that came through on Stitcher and said, this is the first review in the last five years. Well, how come nobody's reviewing this podcast? So I, I would... I would be on, like, I want to start reading some of these. I want to start sharing your guys' names. Uh, make sure you put your names on there so I can share them. And uh, we'll do some cool stuff with some of the ratings and reviews. And, and tell someone about the podcast and share it with somebody. If you're getting value, if this is helping you in, in your life or your business, I would love it if you guys shared it uh, with them. So, all right, guys, I'll see you on the next one. I have some great uh, interviews planned. I'm looking at my board right now. We got some phenomenal interviews planned. And before I go, I, my son, you can probably hear him screaming, James, he just woke up today is Monday, October 21st. And it is his third birthday. And you guys, a lot of you guys know that he's gone through a few heart surgeries and he has a lot of uh, challenges in his life so far. And he's just been a shining light and a guide for me. So I want to make sure that we, we, put this in the stone out there uh, on the, on the radio waves, on the internet, everywhere out there. just to say happy birthday to James, our little three-year-old uh, James Joseph Allen. He's a, he's a blessing for us and I absolutely love him. So happy birthday, James. I can't wait. I'm, I'm signing off right now. I'm going out of my office and I'm going to spend the rest of the day with him. Just me, him and his mom, uh, Lucy together with the, with the other boys in school. So James, we love you. Happy birthday. And I'll see you guys on the uh, next podcast. See you. Thanks for listening to the seven figure flipping podcast with Bill Allen. If you want to grow and scale your house flipping or wholesaling business, check out more insider tips and strategies from the nation's most successful real estate investors at sevenfigureflipping.com.